Real Music Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very, very well this morning. Uh, I am not there. Uh, I'm here, obviously, but I'm not there. I know it's confusing. Uh, but over the next three hours, you're going to be listening, if you want, uh, to the best of Jason Manford on Absolute Radio with some of my favourite, favourite people, including uh, loads of people. John Bishop, Harriet Dyer, James Acaster, Steve Edge, Lee Mack, uh, Neil Fitzmorris, Laura Lex and Ellie Taylor. So stick around. We'll have a laugh. Loads of great music. Loads of fun chats and uh, probably stuff you've not heard unless you listen for three hours every single week, which, um, I mean, I'd, I'd love that, but we all know that doesn't happen. Enjoy. i tell you what happened to me the other day. I, I, I went to a, a little mall. A mall. A mall. A mall. When I was a kid, it was called Stretford Arndale. Yes. But now it's called Stretford Mall. And uh, it's still got Gabbert's Butchers, though. It's not they've gone American, but it's yeah. Gabbert's Butchers. You'll not move me. Call <laughs> uh, what you like, son. You'll not move me. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I went in. There was a, like a... I need to get some... Uh, Shoes for the kids. And uh, so I've gone in there, had a little wander around. And Can't you see her all get her own shoes? What's up there? She probably could, to be honest. Yeah, we probably ordered them <laughs> on Amazon. Uh, and um, anyway, so I went in and uh, I thought, I need a wee. I went for a wee. And I went to use the loo. 20p. Oh, no, yeah. 20p. I thought, do you know what? I didn't pay as a kid. I'm not paying now. So what? I, I, I mean, I'm 35. I hopped the barrier. <laughs> I hopped the barrier, um, and then I kept the uh, it open so four old people could sneak in. I felt like Robin Hood. Oh yes, but we wheeze yes. obviously instead That's of money. Nice. Like a malvasion. Uh, yeah. For like, years, you know, people used to say to me, "What's it like? What's what's London like?" And I just my answer was always twenty pence a pee. Yeah. And it, almost when I was in there, there was part of me thinking, like, if I had paid, I'd be thinking, "Well, I may as well have, like, I may as well go for it here. Yeah. Get me money's worth. <laughs> feels <laughs> it feels wasted. Wait for just hours. Go, yeah. Come on now. Something wrong there, though, isn't there? I, I've definitely turned it into my dad when I can't even be... Like, 20p's not a lot, but... But they have them, them ones in London that you put money in and and, and, and the door opens kind oh, of... Oh, that's right, yeah. When you're sort of halfway through doing your bits and bobs. Oh, yes. It's like the weird... Like it's a timing yeah, it's, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got this much time and then you then you should be done by and then. You should be done by then. Because, you know, they've got money to make, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe we are just turning into our parents. What's that? I know, exactly. Do you know what I actually found myself? This this is, this is horrendous to me, but my wife showed me, a, me, me kids and me, every now and again we get photographs out yeah, of when yeah, the kids yeah, were yeah. babies. Lovely. And she got this photograph out, just an actual photograph, and I tried to pinch it. <laughs> what, make it bigger? And make it bigger. That's... And my kids just all looked at me and there was a moment where it was like, wow. that's one step away from answering your shoe, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> you Hello? It. Yeah. That chair's got four legs. <laughs> <laughs> It's mad, isn't it? You know what? I I found myself um, with my dad. My dad's still the king, though. Like, I mean, I'm still just a, a young pretender. We, I took him to a restaurant at Christmas. We had a, a, a nice a Simba. Yes, quite. <laughs> and uh, oh, we watched that over Christmas. Oh. Lion King, cracking film. Although I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but if you've not seen it, but it's been out for a while now. Um, but there's a moment where he's, you know, he's singing, "I just can't wait to be king." And I, in my head, I'm thinking, maybe it's because I'm a dad. I'm thinking this song is essentially him going, "I can't wait, wait till yeah. my dad's dead," because <laughs> yeah. that's the only way you're going to be king. That, imagine they rewrote the lyrics. I wonder if Prince Charles walks around the house doing it without <laughs> even knowing. I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> Never going to happen, Charlie. We were um, we were in a restaurant over Christmas, and I took my dad, uh, for, and my mum and dad and stuff for Christmas as a nice little thing to do. And uh, what I f forget is that my dad doesn't like nice things. He doesn't like things like that. He doesn't like being treated and going out and, you know, he's got to put a shirt on and, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's got to think about his teeth and that and his fixed dent and that. <laughs> like, it's, not a, it's not a treat for him. It's a, it's a chore, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> this is the moment I realised the night wasn't going to get any better. I've looked through the, the menu, I'm looking through there, just like, I don't know, oh, that looks nice, look at the mains, I'm going to flip through. And then one of the things said, um, dun -dun -dun, it said, uh, chef's favourite, it said, chef's favourite. And uh, my dad my dad went, what's that? I went, oh, it's just chef's favourite. My dad went, well, how's that relevant? <laughs> how's that relevant? What he likes? Yeah. Might not be <laughs> but, my favourite. Yeah, but, definitely, yeah. And he's right. He is right, isn't he? Well, I'm... It's a bit arrogant, isn't it? Yeah. We're two different people. Yeah. From probably two different areas, maybe different <laughs> areas of the world. He might be a veg one of them veggies. <laughs> he totally spoiled it. My dad used to go, whenever he used to go for a, to a Chinese re a Chinese restaurant, my dad would go, have you got any uh, 
steak and chips. That was that. I mean, that was his. <laughs> he had like a, his A to B of food, really. If, if, if it wasn't English, you forget it. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I think it's just a natural progression, isn't it? I yeah, think. it's a circle of life. Yeah, it has to happen. Of course. You turn into your parents. That's what you do. I, I do it with the remote control. I have to have the remote control at all right. times. Yeah. And I knew my dad used to. My dad used to go to the toilet with it. <laughs> and we wouldn't, couldn't turn over. No, where's the remote control? My dad's got it. See, my kids are in, like, they'll, they'll come in, I'll be in the kitchen doing dinner and my daughter will come in and she'll ask me a question. I'm like, what's that in your hand? She'll have come in with the remote <laughs> so her sisters can't use it. Uh, Mel on uh, on Twitter says, um, the, the garage left my radio tuned to Radio 1. I heard myself say, this is not music, it's just noise. Oh, Out loud. Lovely, it's not it? music, it's just noise. My goodness! I was I dropped my son off, my eldest son off at school, mm. his high school, and uh, as he was, as I just pulled up, put the handbrake on, something, and I was just nodding my head to a song that was on the radio, and <laughs> my son just looked at me and went, "Dad, stop moving oh, your no. head." Of I thought, do I really? Do I? Is that bad? Is That's that a bad thing, thing? Yeah, my kids. Um, well, this Christmas I got I got uh, off. Um, off eBay, these old... Uh, remember the iPod Shuffle? I presume there's new ones out. But we found these old like, iPod Shuffles, just a little one with no screens. Yeah, yeah. And I bought them for um, my eldest daughters and uh, put I put a load of music uh, on for them that, that they'd like, you know. Uh, all their stuff, you know, that they like. And it's been absolute bliss. Because I've dr- driven to school in the morning. Head- they've got their headphones on, listening to their own music, Little Mix and uh, Justin Bieber and whatever, the Troll soundtrack, whatever it is. <laughs> It's been great. That's I've, had, I've been listening to a bit of Christian. I've had a bit of talk sport. I've had a great, I've had That's a great nice, time. And they keep that going. Absolute luxury. I'll tell you what I do as well. I mean, I'm a stand-up comic, but I do dad jokes. Oh, yeah. You do dad jokes, don't you? I know. And your kids look at you like, like you do this for a living. Yeah. That's what my kids go. People what? pay yeah. for this. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but it'll be they'll be terrible. It'll be like, watch you don't watch by don't bang that uh, dryer there. It might tumble over. And I'm going, what? A, what did I just? <laughs> I know, have yeah. I just said that. I know you can't help it though, can you? Just, it's, that, it's the dad. It's, it's the dad there. dancing. It's the dad jokes. It's just. It's, it, it, just, it's above all that. It's above what actual job is. Kelly said, um, told my teenage son recently that he could talk to me about anything, and added the words, "I was young once." <laughs> Totally what my mum used to say. My son visibly cringed, as I did to my mum all those years ago. Uh, and Rufus Hound uh, said, when I had kids, the moment I said, you can't leave the table till, till you've eaten your veg, yeah. I knew my life was up. That's was it, done. isn't it? It's done, isn't it? Beat me up, Scotty. Oh, my other one is, uh, you, you, you're going out without a coat. Oh. <laughs> where, do you think, where are you going with a coat? <laughs> Tracy said, uh, hi, Jason. I often say, uh, leave it there. The maid will pick it up. <laughs> the maid will pick it up. <laughs> I love it. It's all I am in this house. The maid. <laughs> a fairies will do it. Don't worry about it. Fairies will do it. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Morning, it's Jason Manford. Neil Fitzmaurice is my guest this morning. Good morning. We've uh, known each other for a long time, haven't we? Yes, we have. In fact, Neil, back I must... when we were young lads. Absolutely, Neil was one of my. Uh, you were my one of my favourite comics when I first. Ah, oh, bless you for that, man. When, I first, when you were a, when uh, you were a, when you were a pop boy. Yeah, I was. I was collecting glasses. I call them dealers now. <laughs> but he was. A, yeah, he <laughs> yeah. used to collect glasses in the Buzz Club, didn't you? Mate? That's right. And me and my girlfriend at the time, uh, Laura, uh, we, uh, yeah, we, we, I think we went all the way to Liverpool to watch you once. Oh, we were, we were still doing the same material, you should pop back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking this morning about turning into your parents. Um, I mean, comedy's not what it was. I mean, it used to be just, it was proper jokes, wasn't it, back then? Jokes. These were the bloody stories and the, yeah, you know, it's just... You can't beat a bit of more wise. Absolutely. Um, so talk, turning into your parents, uh, Stu says, when you go into a shop and tell your kids, look with your eyes, not your hands. Oh, one. I heard myself say to my um, to my kids the other day. Uh, she said something about a friend, and she said, "Oh, Jasmine, such and such." I said, "Well, I, I'm not Jasmine's dad, am I?" <laughs> like, what am I on about? And the other one, isn't it? If, oh, well, if he told you to put your hand in the fire, yeah. would you? Yeah, is that what you'd do? Yeah, eh? Would you jump off a bridge? Would you? <laughs> Spider Monkey nine eight seven. He says uh, you won't feel the benefit when you go outside. Oh yeah, the classic there. Love that one. Um, the uh, Deb says uh, this isn't a hotel, you know. You treat this place like an old like hotel. Well, room service is rubbish. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, Matt says, when standing at the front of a queue and saying to yourself, oh, I'm glad we got here when we did. I've <laughs> 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 done that as well. <laughs> I often do that when I'm at a queue and I look behind me and I see how big it's got. <sighs> 
Hey. Oh, crikey, done well here. <laughs> yeah, you done, yeah. Well. It's one of the little moral victories in the day, <laughs> isn't, isn't it? it? Done well here. Oh, they've done well here. A mate of mine said um, the moment uh, that he thought he was turning to his dad was he was in the post office in the queue and um, they had the CCTV monitors and he sort of looked up and um, he saw uh, his dad in the queue, like, like behind him in the queue, and he turned round to see where he was and, and, and just in the moment of turning round he was like, Oh no, that's me. me. That's me, yeah, yeah. and that is my head, and that is my. <laughs> oh it's my mad, God. isn't it? It's terrifying. <laughs> it is. It's but it's all part of God's cruel plan, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it is isn't like it? a little gag, isn't it? It is. It's like when you tell your kids stuff now that you know your kids are looking at you, going, you, uh, yeah. "You're wasting my time here," and and you want to say to them, "You know, in about twenty years, you'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> get it all, and you'll be doing this." That's that's the comfort I get from it. Yes. Is that these will they're looking at me now like. Like they're choosing my nursing home as I'm saying yeah. it to them. What's funny is when you. What's funny I always find is that um, it's only when you become a parent you realise your parents didn't know what they were doing either. Yeah. But they did it with such confidence that you were like, ah, they've got this. Yeah. At the time, yeah. oh yeah, they've totally got this. And only now you go, oh my god, they didn't, they know. didn't know. They didn't yeah. know. Yeah. My daughter was. Um, she's this is my eldest daughter. She's seven. Uh, one of the twins, and she said to me, whatever it was, she just said, Daddy, why are you always telling us off? And I said, I said, do you know what, right? I said, up until you were born seven years ago, I never told another human being off in my life. I never raised my voice. I never told someone to do something that they were doing the opposite of. It just never happened. She was like, what do you mean? I said, well, I was just going about my life and never telling anyone off. And then you and your sister came along. And, and ruined now, it. And now, I do, <laughs> and now I do. And she said, she went, she sort of had a moment where she went, are you saying that? It's us and the things that we sometimes do that make you tell us off. And I said, yeah, yeah, it's things that you do. It's not in my personality. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing it no matter what you're doing. It's what you're doing. Yeah. And there was a moment, and I thought, I think I've cracked it. There's a moment where she went, I'm going to have to go have, I'm going to have to have a think about that, Daddy. <laughs> she just walked off. I was like, hey, maybe I've cracked it. Maybe I've solved it. No. No. No, no. way. Bedtime that night. I thought you were going to say as well, you, you heard yourself saying... I don't enjoy shouting at you, you know, because that's another one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't do this for the good of me health. <laughs> yes. Put a jumper on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a taxi. Put a jumper yeah, on. I'm not a taxi. It's like, I, I remember as a kid, the, uh, the the lights one was always... It must be a northern thing, that, though. I don't think they would say that down south with the, the old... Uh, the, it's like Blackpool Illuminations in here. You're like, well, I, it sounds like Blackpool Illuminations are crap. Yeah, they've gone downhill, haven't they? We've got six energy-saving light bulbs and a strip in the kitchen. <laughs> the flickers. And people drive from miles around. <laughs> sounds rubbish. Gary Barlow opened it. <laughs> Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. What did your last slave dial? Oh, eyes You're, are bigger than your belly. Your eyes are bigger than your belly. You'll take someone's eye out with that. <laughs> The moment you were turning into your parents, and the one, and the one where you just used to add you on the end of it. So you see, mm. you, you, your dad would say, "What are you doing? I'm just watching the telly, Dad. I'll just watch the telly, Dad. You in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Just added you makes in a minute. No sense. On, makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. You'll feel the back of my hand. Oh. I'll warm your seat. <laughs> Close the door. There, the barn. The barn one's a big one. I think that's coming in a lot. He'll end in tears. I won't never get. I won't never get. I love this one, Angie in Bedford as well. My dad always said, shut the door, I'm not warming the street. <laughs> Brilliant, that, I love that. I like Sarah uh, in uh, Preston. She says, uh, I realised I turned into my mother the other week. My godson said to me, it's not fair. And I said, no, you're right, it's not the circus either. <laughs> oh. See, that's, that's beautiful because that's a dad gag as well. No, I've just, in, there, I've, in my head then I just went, I'm having that. I'm having that. <laughs> it's definitely going to come Boom, boom. <laughs> definitely coming in useful. Like. <laughs> we're back. We're, we're back into 2017. Uh, Drew says, uh, turn that music down. I can't hear myself think down it. That's another thing, isn't it? When you know you're getting old, when you start going to, like you say, do you want to go down a pub? And you go, well, I don't, yeah, I don't like the ale. Yeah. And when you're young, you drink paraffin. You just, it didn't matter, did it? It was the yeah. fact that you were out it's drinking. Us. Yeah, Fine. anything could do. Bleach, yeah. anything. Oh, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's a bad pint. What? I also, yeah, I find myself um, as well now. Uh, I say, as well, you come to the pub, I go, ah, you can never get a seat, can you? Yeah. Can't sit down. Or the other one is I can't, I can't hear myself thinking. Yeah, I can't sit down. It's too loud. <laughs> it's too, I can't get a seat. I can't sit in it too, too close to the speakers. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with us? What's happened to it us? It just happens. It's it's 
It happens uh, by osmosis. You don't know. It just it just takes over, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I like Jules. Uh, I knew I was turning to my parents. She said, uh, reading a CV uh, for work, someone's CV for work, and I got more excited that the candidate had worked for the National Trust than a record company. See? That's bad, isn't it? That's bad, isn't it? <laughs> I love this one. I've never heard this one before. But this, uh, uh, Jason, my dad, my dad always announced that we were off like a herd of turtles when we were taking too long out the ass. <laughs> like a herd of turtles. I love That's that. Brilliant. I love a dad. I love a dad joke. My, I would. Um, my dad occasionally, like if we were all like madly in a rush in the morning to get out, he would uh, come downstairs in a shirt tie, like ready for work, his jacket, his boxers or his underpants or whatever, socks and shoes, and then he would go. I forgot something. <laughs> See, would he put that effort that, in? That, he put that, that brilliant, much effort in, and we were already late. Brilliant. Like, there was something... Just, the, I love that. Just that little bit of fine-tuning, you know what I mean? I love that. And it was one of those jokes that was, when we were six and seven, it was like, you would be crying laughing. Yeah. And then about 10 to 14, you were like, oh, God. And then 16 plus, hilarious it's again. It's hilarious again. Just, it goes through the cycle, doesn't yeah. it? You realise that to come... Because you love it for a different reason. You love yeah. it because he's gone to the effort. And now it's got a nostalgia attached to it <laughs> as well. Also, he's getting to an age now where it's getting worrying. Like, if he did that now, yeah, I'd be like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, dad's, dad. dad, dad's in Asda again. Oh, dad. <laughs> he's, he keeps saying he's forgotten something. Oh God! Bless him. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I've been on holiday for the last couple of weeks, Harriet, and uh, so I had a lovely, lovely week in uh, in Portugal. And then I uh, had a little uh, few days in Dubai, went to the oh. sunshine in Dubai, and that was lovely. How come you're not tanned? <laughs> because I have children, Harriet. Oh, sorry. I know, and I follow them around. <laughs> An emotion paint. I just don't. I'm not, I've got like factor 50 skin. I just don't. I don't know what it is. I just don't tan. I should, I've shattered the illusion now. I should have said you were like this. Bronze, I know, like Bronze Adonis. Zeus is. But anyway, the the, the trip to uh, Dubai wasn't um, it wasn't massively expensive, but it wasn't cheap. wasn't cheap. And uh, I was like, well, but it's worth it because it's the only holiday we're going to get off, and it'll be nice, right? And then two days in, daughter gets croup, a horrible hacking cough. Uh, uh, coughing in the night, I had to ring a doctor out. It's always hard in a foreign country. You're like, I don't know what the rules are. Is this going to cost me fifteen grand? I don't know what. I, I don't know how much it is because it's free where I'm from. And then she wasn't allowed in the pool for two days, and and uh, all I'm saying is she ruined the holiday. <laughs> now maybe that's harsh. Maybe that's harsh to say that, but it was our one week, and I'd gone for it. I thought this is going to be a lovely week, and it's spoiled. Because of our two-year-old. What's croup? Croup. Oh, it's just an horrible hacking cough that they it get. It sounds like, like something from Edwardian times. Yeah, it's definitely... It probably was from Edwardian times. <laughs> it's, it's definitely been around since the Black Death. Like, I think it might be the remnants <laughs> of it uh, after antibiotics kicked in. It's... Uh, yeah, it's not nice. At all. It's, it is horrible. Like, if you've never... Like, I've got five kids, so now when I hear it, I'm like, oh, croup. Like, but when you first hear it, you're like... Right, ring an ambulance. It's horrible. Like, yeah. It's really awful. Um, but maybe this, she was just on the six. Maybe she. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> She's on twenty a day. But <laughs> who gets croup? Who gets croup <laughs> from the Victorian times or whatever? <laughs> Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Scott in Redcar says, uh, "Morning, Jace. My son broke our lo- laptop three years ago by biting the screen in temper when he was doing <laughs> rubbish on a game." Wow. Oh. 400 quid. Gone. But that needs to go further than billing him. He needs help. <laughs> Who bites a screen? <laughs> How do you even bite a screen? Like, I, I presume on the edge, like, yeah. not just in the middle. <laughs> like, how do you even get purchase on it? Uh, and uh, Claire Mullen says, uh, me and my husband booked the holiday to Florida. Four weeks later, I found out I was pregnant with my eldest, so I had to cancel, lost a 400 quid deposit. 12 years later, my husband still tells our son he owes us that money. <laughs> that's sort of your fault, though, that bit, because that's yeah. you You made a decision uh, yeah. to bump, yeah. bump and grind. Yes, I know the phrase. <laughs> I've heard it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, somebody says here, uh, when I was a kid, I ate some priceless 1966 World Cup stamps uh, <laughs> that had been incorrectly printed. There was only a hundred, and I ate a run of three. Oh, goodness. Oh, a run of three. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Lisa in Herne Bay 
Hi, Jace. My daughter, when she was about two, drew with a ballpoint pen all over the screen of our brand new flat telly. <laughs> this was about ten years ago, and I'm still not sure my husband is over it. It was expensive for us at the time. Can't remember quite how much, but I remember it was enough for me and my daughter uh, to have to go out all afternoon to allow my husband to calm down. <laughs> Right, let's just go out the house. Come on, sweetheart. Just going to go out the house for a little bit. But I haven't got my coat. <laughs> just don't worry about your coat. I'm not even dressed. I've only got one shoe on to get out of the house. It's unbelievable that she... Uh... But also the kid would now think, oh, right, that's how you get a trip out. Yeah. <laughs> on the telly. With one shoe on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we've got uh, Sue on the line. Good morning, Sue. Good morning. Morning. Where are you calling from, Sue? Southend. South End, South End, lovely, lovely. Uh, so tell us, uh, so you've got, a, is it a daughter or a son? No, it was my friends, actually. Oh, it was your friends, They listen to Absolute. Oh, fine then, um, fine. There's that sort of people. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know They mean. had a brand new car and yeah. they were, um, he was out washing it in the um, drive and the little girl was out helping, blah, blah, blah. She was about three mm. and she just learned to write her name and she picked up a, a nail and wrote Emma in the side of the car. <sighs> Oh, no. the nail. <laughs> the Ford nice Emma. Clearly. Oh, no. And she Be couldn't even blame right. it on anyone else, really, could she? No, exactly, yeah, if you put your name on it. Yeah, because you see, so my kids have got to a stage now where they do occasionally write on a wall, but they'll write each other's names. Oh, really sneaky. Yeah. Really sneaky, isn't it? That is vicious. <laughs> Crikey. Well, Sue, thanks for ringing, my love. Oh, you're welcome. Have a lovely Thank day. Today, my guest, well, I, I, I fear to say is Lee Mack, but um, he's actually not here yet, um, or, or at all. Like, I've had no... I spoke to him the other day, it was all fine. We've texted, it was cool, and he's not here for this pre-recorded uh, chat uh, to be on the show. So, um, let's have a quick ring. Hello? Lee, it's Jason. Hello, mate. Hiya, pal. Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm supposed to be with you. Yeah, yeah, I presume you're on your way. I'm... I. Do you know what? I'm sort of not on my way. <laughs> Did you forget? I actually forgot. I completely forgot about this. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh. Are oh. you... Um, we're pre-recording this, aren't we, for next week? We are, yeah, for Sunday morning, yeah. But this is, like, the only time oh, we've got no. to do it. I could, I could come in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's oh, no God. good. So uh, what time can you stay till? I will uh, get off this train. I will go. I'll get in. Can you stay late? Uh, oh, I've man, got. A, I'm I've got. I'm filming something as well, and because you've got the play as well, you've got the miser, haven't you? I've got the play, but I reckon you know. To be honest with you, I'm not. I'm not that funny in the first half. So I, reckon <laughs> I, can miss it. Oh, I can't believe you forgot. I've been doing this show for like 18 months, and it's never happened. Oh, no. And they're Sunday mornings, Lee. You've never had me on before. <laughs> they're Sunday mornings and they, and they turn up. Oh, this is God. Friday afternoon. I am so sorry. I, listen, I'm on my way in to do the play, but I've, I'm getting in really early. Right. So could work out. What but, I'll do is I'll get off the train, get on a tube, if you don't mind staying a bit late, because this isn't your Alcoholics Anonymous meeting tonight. <laughs> no, I've got to go. I th- I'll tell you what, let me let me, let me me ring you back and, 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 and try and work it out. And I'll, I might have to see if there's somebody else nearby and who can come in or something because I've got to try and get this done. <laughs> right. The way, you, the way you were speaking to it at the beginning of the school makes me think that this is actually going to be on the radio. Am I right? Yes, this is going to be on the radio. Well, Absolutely. I need to. I only put it on Facebook that you were coming on the show, so I look like a. I look like an, a, an idiot. Yeah, well, thank God that you're not ringing me on, on radio broadcasting <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, that'd be... How stupid would I look? <laughs> that'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Listen, the good thing about you, Jason, is I've always said you'll always keep things to you, just me and you. Absolutely. You know I mean? Just me and you, you mate. I mean? No one will ever know. Yeah, well, no, no one needs to know about this. No, no. Just through the door last minute and I'll pretend I'm, you know, I'll be really professional. Right, OK. Well, let's, let's, we'll see. <laughs> right, see, see, I'll, I'll speak to you in a minute. Bye, 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 bye. I'm going to have a little look through the phone book here. We'll play another song and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I don't I can't like it's a genuine skill. Those those like radio presenters and DJs who do shows by themselves with nobody to look at or bounce off in the room is like it's a genuine skill. I don't possess it. So um rather than put you through that, um 
I've been having a little look through my phone book. Me and uh, Adem have been looking through our phone books, see who we've got. Angela Barnes is busy, who we've had on the show. John Bishop's just arrived in London, but he's on the other side of London, so he can't make it in. Sarah Millican's up north. Crikey, who else? Nish Kumar has got a show tonight. He said he can't make it. Um, I've rang loads, so um, I guess we're going to just try and ring uh, one more. So he's just told me to ring him, so hopefully this will... We can have a little chat with James Acaster. Even if... Maybe we'll just do a different comic uh, for every link and have a chat with him on the phone. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, so let's have a little look. Hello. James, it's Jason. Hello, mate. You right? I'm really well, thanks. I'm very well, thank you. I just sent you that text just saying I'm, I'm in a bit of a problem. Um, yeah. I am in central London. I'm at the Absolute Radio studio and uh, the guest who I had on, Lee Mack, uh, as. Yeah. Is, is not uh, unless that's him ringing well, forget it anyway um, Lee Mack who's uh, was supposed to be on he's not on and I need a guest to come on right <laughs> so um, I don't suppose you're you said you were sort of centralish. are you near uh, Golden um, Square oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be meeting Nish Coombe yeah I can come oh, in I can talk in a bit there Nish Coombe right, Nish Coombe just texted me to say he couldn't make it so you're <laughs> meeting him for a drink right. I mean okay. it won't take long if you can come in and Nish before they free meet and stuff these days isn't that absolutely Appalling. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you mind coming in? I'll, I'll play a couple of songs, and then we can get you in and crack yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Yeah. It's Thanks, fun. man. You're you're an absolute godsend. Thank you. See you soon. <laughs> See you. Bye. Um, I, hold on. Was that who was that ringing? Then was that? Uh, it just said Lee. Is that Lee on the phone? Back. Right. Oh. Do you want him? We'll put him through. Uh, hello, Absolute Radio. Uh, it's it's uh, very apologetic, Lee Mack again. Oh, hello again. You all right? What's up? You you you, you remember may remember me. We used to be friends <laughs> till about, about half an hour ago. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I'm just ringing in yeah. to, to answer the um the, the quiz that Absolute was doing last week, <laughs> and I think I've got the answer. Yeah, what's the answer? <laughs> the, answer is, the answer is Emma Bunton. It's always Emma Bunton. No matter what the question is, the answer is always Emma Bunton. Uh, um, listen, I'm sorry, but you'll be pleased to hear that yeah. I'm saying is close. Now, the question is, is um, do you want me to come in? Because I reckon I can be in in literally 10 minutes from now. So I'll be there, all right? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm here, I'm here. I was just, I was, I was just looking, looking at something else. Um, right, Joe. Right, okay. I'm coming in. Right. All right, then, cool. Fine. Right, see you in a bit. Bye, bye, bye. Right. Right, well, this is awkward of them. Now, now we've got two comics coming into the show when we only had one. And we've got the the, the stars from uh, Half a Sixpence coming in later on. It's going to be a busy old show. Um, I feel a bit... What do I do? do you, I, I can't cancel. James has just said, yes, he'll come in last minute. I can't... Lee... Swing it. I think we'll just wing it. I did, why don't we not tell each other about the other? <laughs> <laughs> Matters. I feel like I'm not somebody who complains about a lot of things. But recently, I've been watching a lot of Peppa Pig. I say recently, for the last seven years. <laughs> and I watch a lot of it. I've seen every episode. There's only 12, and they're on repeat all the time. But something the other day, I feel like maybe I woke up in a touchy mood, maybe I was just a bit angry that day, you know, one of those mornings. But I've got to say, the constant fat-shaming of Daddy Pig is starting to get a little bit under my skin. <laughs> they mention his big tummy all the time. Now, the reason I mention it is because, as a feminist, right, I am very open, of course, for equality. And that's all I want as well, equality. I don't feel that they would do the same jokes about Mummy Pig. It's getting to me. It's getting to me now. Oh, he can't go down the slide. You're too big. Don't splash in the water when you dive in, Daddy Pig. Your belly's too big. You won't be able to get in that treehouse, Daddy. Your belly's too big. It's constant. Are they actually a very loving family trying to gently nudge Daddy Pig into doing something healthy for his, his health? Oh, you think it's Well, they've they got young drive. kids, you know. He needs to be looking after himself. If he's Basically saying, if you want to be around... Yeah. For when they eventually grow up, because they have been four and 18 months for 10 years. That, that's a tragic episode, the one where they have an intervention to sit Daddy Pig <laughs> down. Where it's just some gentle prodding yes. going, oh, Daddy Pig, that puddle. Let's call Dr Brown Bear. <laughs> he needs to have a word with Daddy Pig. Daddy Pig, your, your guts knocked out your youngest kid when yeah. you turned round there. Maybe so, you're right, but there's something about Peppa Pig that drives me mad. Mad! The kid is so... 
She's rude. She's obnoxious. She's a terrible friend. She's an even worse big sister. I just can't see why she's allowed on the telly. What's her shtick? Is she a magic... I don't have kids. Oh, you've not seen she, it, OK. Is she a magic pig? No. What? Well, how, well, how, why has she got her own TV show? Hang on why a minute. she got her own TV why show? Why are we on the radio and this kid's got her own TV show? What, what, what does she do? She's just... She's just a pig. <laughs> I mean, and I mean that in both senses of the word. She's a pig and a little cow at the same time. Um, I don't know. She's just, you know, she's got a theme tune. It's not great. I'm Peppa Pig. <laughs> That's her. This is my little brother, George. He's not a This is him. Mummy Pig. And this is Daddy Pig. <laughs> Peppa Pig. What are they laughing at? I mean, literally, they've just said their names and they're all laughing. <laughs> was our name. It's just your names. Did they also, introduce Mummy Pig? Yeah, she said Mummy oh, Pig. Pig. That's the other thing that's weird. They're called Daddy Pig and Mummy Pig. Now, what were they called before they were parents? Because if it's Mummy Pig and Daddy Pig, that's creepy. That is weird, <laughs> if that's always been your name. There's loads of weird things going on in Peppa Pig. Some of the animals speak and some of them don't. Some of them are, you know, there's Zoe Zebra and Susie Sheep and, and all, you know, Pedro Pony. There's all these. And then ducks. Ducks are just ducks in a pond. And there's a turtle, doesn't talk. They all live on a hill. That does me head in. Oh, everybody lives on a hill in that town. It's the worst designed town. It's a nightmare. And it's always snowing. Well, It'll snow every five episodes. To try and encourage Daddy Pig to get some more exercise. Oh, he's fine going downhill. Oh, yeah. Oh, at one time, they rid him down here like a sled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sick. It's sick and wrong. Miss Rabbit, she's got about 400 jobs. She does all the jobs. She's single with no kids and she does all the jobs. She's unbelievable. I'd love to see a tax bill. She's amazing. <laughs> I presume she's self-employed. Here's some of, the, uh, here's some of the, the jobs that Miss Rabbit does. Helicopter pilot, aquarium caretaker, gift shop assistant at the aforementioned aquarium, supermarket cashier, face painter, but she can only do tiger faces, <laughs> nurse, dental nurse, library assistant, bus driver, ice cream seller, theme park ticket seller, train driver, recycling centre operator. This is one... This is one person. It, it, I don't, I don't, why do the kids like it so much? There's so many flaws. Well, she sounds like a good role model, if you ask me. I feel like you're defending them too much. You've not even <laughs> seen it. You don't know. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're talking about cartoon characters that you hate. Hate. Postman Pat comes in for a bit of flack. Yeah. Uh, Ewan says, the most useless public servant there ever was. How does he keep his job when each day he manages to lose, destroy or misplace the parcels or mail or cows or whatever he's delivering? <laughs> he's the most sackable person in existence. And yet, because he comes through each time, that's deemed acceptable. It's weird, he's never been taken for a disciplinary. Do you know what, though? I feel that, though. If, if somebody said to me, do you want it nine hours late and mm. wet, or do you want a little red slip and you can go and get it yourself from the sorting office? That never happens in Postman Pat. He will always deliver. On, well, then I'll, like, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll but take it. It might not be the... But he's an idiot. Like, <laughs> there was one the other day... It, the box clearly said helium on it. It said it on the box. Helium on the box. And yet he took it out of the van. And it floated off. And then he had to use the helicopter. You wonder why stamps He's are so expensive. He's got a helicopter. He, oh, mate. The things this fella's got. <laughs> it's not just a cat and a crap van anymore. He's got helicopters. He's got a, a snowmobile. He's got everything. With Royal Mail? He, who's funding this? Privatised now, isn't it? Right. <laughs> Privatised, isn't it? Ching, ching, ching. Just, just spend money on whatever they want. We have uh, Maddie on the, on the line this morning. Good morning, Maddie. Good morning. Morning, Maddie. Uh, you're uh, you're a fan of Peppa Pig, are you? Yeah. Do you like Peppa Pig? How old are you, Maddie? I'm three. You're three. Now, you tell me why I'm wrong about Pe Peppa Pig. Why is Peppa so great? Because she jumps in muddy puddles and I think it's great. She, yeah, you've got me there. She does jump in muddy puddles, and it and and it is great. It is great. What about that time when they used Daddy Pig as a sled though down the hill? Was that is that acceptable? Is that is that okay, Maddie? No. No, you're right. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you're not a, 
all on her side. I'm glad about that. Thanks for calling me, Maddie. Thanks so much. I hope um, I hope we can still be friends. Hi, I'll always be friends with everybody that I meet. Oh. <laughs> OK, I just melted a little bit there, Maddie. God bless you. Thanks, sweetheart. Bye. 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 <laughs> Let's just have a moment. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Well, I feel bad. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I really went for that pepper in that rant, and uh, Maddie's Maddie's she's, taught us a lesson there. She's a puddle jumping heroine for our yes. times. I think that's what we've learned there. But I read this online, right? Now you're you're a, a bit of a fan of In the Night Garden, aren't you? Me, yeah. yeah. Like I really do like In the Night Garden. You like, like a bit of that, right? Well. Oh. The thing that winds me up within the night garden, though, is the perspective in the Ninky Nonk and the Pinky Plonk. Mm. When they're when they're outside them, those Imagine things are tiny. Imagine someone doesn't know what these words are. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this, I'm sorry, what? Why is a thirty-year-old childless woman? <laughs> I know these phrases. I don't know. <laughs> but when you see them from the outside, they're tiny little things, and they come like bloop 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 around, yeah. and then they all the Tommy Boos or whatever will climb in the right. Ninky Nonk and go for a ride, and then suddenly this thing is massive, and they're all looking around at these high Renaissance ceilings. And you think, no, mate, that wasn't. That's not what you. That's you've, what you sold us. You've gnawed this. You've done. Maybe this it's wrong. just like when you go in a house sometimes, and you're like, oh, crikey, it's deceptive. <laughs> it's deceptive. It's different the outside. It seems small, but inside it's actually quite. It's quite big. Maybe it's just that perception. That, that's, mean, what, that's what annoys you it about it. It would be described by an estate agent as a spacious one <laughs> yes. up, one down, ninky nonk in a prime area. Right. Well, Helen Heil, right on uh, Twitter, right, has come up with maybe the darkest version of uh, of In the Night Garden you have ever, ever heard, right? Iggle Piggle is a dying sailor, blue with cold, facing his unavoidable lonely demise adrift in the middle of the ocean, far from land and hope of rescue. He admires the beauty at the night and acknowledges the vastness of the sea which will claim him. He decides to take down the sail to use for warmth, knowing that he no longer needs to help him get anywhere, and lights a lamp to aid retrieval of his body, should a boat happen to pass. As he sails towards the garden in the night, i.e. death, he starts seeing flowers in front of his eyes and hallucinates happier times of running towards his departed friends who are waiting to greet him in the sunshine. He imagines more and more fanciful things, colourful birds, huge inflatable bouncing along with manic grins, TARDIS-like transportation, bigger inside than out, until all his friends leave him behind. At the end of the programme, Iggle Piggle is, of course, the last to go to sleep, the last of his crew, the omniscient t- narrator reassures him, don't worry, Eagle Piggle, it's time to go. Something we would all want to feel in our final moments, and he drops down flat on his back, sailing off into the night, black in his little boat. Right. I hope Maddie's not still listening. Now, they fitted all that into 140 right. characters on Twitter. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it was an extended um, version. I'd, I'd go with that if Crikey. it wasn't for, what were they called, the Wattingers and the... Yeah. The... Ponty Pines. Yes. Because there's no <laughs> way <laughs> there's no way anybody having their peaceful last moments would imagine two next door neighbours of about twenty four people living next door to them. Just what do you want to be thinking about when you die? Oh, forty eight kids. Maybe living it's next not door. maybe it's part of the the madness of death. You don't know. Anyway, let's all think <laughs> on it. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. The clip of the the new from the news. Oh, with the with the blokes. I mean, it's been on this morning. In. It was on nightly show Friday. Like it's been on everyone's Twitter and Facebook feed. Yeah. Uh, the guy, uh, the expert, talking about Korea uh, to the news, and then his kids coming in the background, and then the mum <laughs> coming in the background as well. He's amazing. It just made me laugh so much. I've seen it probably. 25 times. Oh, well, I'd still be watching it now if I wasn't doing this. Every, every time I see it, I find something new. Yeah, no, it's layered. It's, layered. it's like airplane. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things to laugh at. He's chatting to the, the, the newsman there and um, and he's talking about uh, North Korea and South Korea and he's giving it all that. And then the, the first bit... Before the kids even come in, and you don't notice this first, is that that is the spare that's bedroom. A, that's the guest bedroom that he's tried to make into an office by putting like a, a tablecloth on the bed and yeah, some books, and a couple of books, really neatly. Like eyebrow bear, brown bear. Yeah. 
<laughs> and just put something about economics on top. Much. Put that at the yeah, bottom there. there. There's a there's a map on the wall which has just been added. Yeah. He's not even put the two pins at the he's, bottom. Yeah, he's got a poster of Gary Kemp there normally or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, first of all, the toddler comes in. Walks in with a lot of gusto. A lot of confidence, that <laughs> lot kid. Of yeah, it's a real <laughs> Liam Gallagher sort yeah. of esque. It, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I like the way you work in. It's that is the song in his head. <laughs> no diggity. So the kid, that's funny anyway. You think this would this would win the internet today anyway if yeah. it wasn't for anything else, right? Then the the dad gives some sort of push to sort of go <laughs> like get out, but he just like sort of clocks the kid. Yeah, a that's sort bit. of he knows where the face he is. Knows, he's, he's got, got Skype in front. Well, of him, that was the problem. He? Everyone's like, oh, he's just he's hit the kid in the face. He hasn't. He's got Skype in front yeah, of him. He probably he can't can, judge distances on Skype no, as well. He can as see you the kid. <laughs> and also, when it's your kid, you can sort of just yeah, give him a little got sort of dad reflex. Yeah, he, he knows got, what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows what the kid can take. He knows how much pain that kid can take. He's fine. So he's gone. They sort of give him a little. Daddy's at work, right? Yeah. You know, and and also, what's so funny is the juxtaposition of the such a serious yeah. conversation with this kid, right? Just when you think that's the funniest thing that could happen, this Dalek of a child, because <laughs> that's just floating, isn't it? That one. It's got his feet are not even touching the floor. No, I don't even know. It's in one of those baby walkers. It just comes. Here's Doesn't the noise. Need that walker. It's an amazing walker. It just rolls in. Hey, it's party time. Kid comes in. <laughs> Sees a gap. And just when you think, right, that is brilliant. What this couldn't get any worse. The mum, she comes in like Kramer from Seinfeld, like sliding in on us. Like socks. Tom Cruise in Risky Business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what on a on a third watch? I noticed her jeans weren't done up, which yeah. meant she was mid poo. Probably in the toilet. She yeah. was mid poo. Mid poo. Yeah. She's come running in. Yeah. And obviously because. Well, like with kids, all you have to do is stop watching them for 30 seconds. That's it, that's all that's it takes. That's all it is. She's gone, I'll just have a quick wee, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And then she's just heard, she's suddenly heard her husband's voice get louder because the door's yeah. open. <laughs> and then that's, they're my favourite bits, but your favourite bit is the next bit, isn't it? After, because she, then she sort of slightly like drags the kids out. Yeah, there's obviously a little out. step there and the, the walker takes a little bit more to get up that yes. thing. Then she leaves and realises she's left the door open. Yeah. And then tries to come in at a sort of really low angle. Thinks she's got away with it. Out of frame, she thinks. <laughs> but very much not. Not not out of frame. Very, very much, much in not. frame. It's one of the best clips you'll ever see. It's so, so funny. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Talking embarrassing kids this morning. The moment your kid has totally just wrecked your day. Yeah. Embarrassed you in public. I mean, you've not... I mean, your mind's only so just little, turned isn't one, isn't he? He does yeah. do the most incredible loud passes of wind. Really? Yeah. Are you already? Only a year old. They frighten me. Yeah. They sound. <laughs> they, they sound like it's like a truck has just walked in. Yeah. Do, and like if you, if someone else was passing, you, there's no way you could go. That was him. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like him. Yeah. I don't think it's him. It, it, maybe it's the wife. Look <laughs> 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 those cats again. I yeah, my little boy. Um, I was getting him ready for school the other day, so I, I had him like you know, I'm sat on the couch. He's uh, facing forward uh, in between my legs. I've got the trousers, and I've gone right. Put your tra- put your put your feet in there. Put your feet in. There. He's, he's he's four, and uh, he should be getting dressed himself. Well, that's another issue, and. Uh, He's uh, he's gone to lifted his leg up, yeah. massive, oh. right in my face. Well, you're like, at the perfect height. Yeah, exactly. Like, I threw him on the couch. Like I'm glad it wasn't filmed because I tell you what, the social it, services. I'm telling you, it was like, <laughs> I was like, get out of it. He was laughing. He was like crying, laughing. Yeah. But obviously, he, he eats what I eat. It was the oh, oh god, horrible, horrible. Anyway, we're not the only ones. Uh, Alf from Eastbourne's on the phone this morning. Good morning, Alf. Morning, Jason. Hiya, pal. Thanks. I'm well, thanks. Thanks for asking. Uh, thanks for ringing as well. Uh, so tell us your story. Well, going back quite a long time ago, my oldest son, as he is, well, the oldest son, and we were walking through a local supermarket and he let out this, this rip-roaring fart. It was so loud. And he carried on walking and he turned the aisle and there was <laughs> his two old ladies who were stood nearby. Yeah. Turned around, looked at me, started giving me a load of abuse saying, you were a dirty pig and all that. And I'm trying to <laughs> say, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. And they proper started hitting me with their handbags. Wow, like a, like a Beano cartoon. Yeah. yeah uh, I, just think, I, mean, I must have gone scarlet with embarrassment and my son just he carried on walking even to this day he's now 33 he still ribs me about it <laughs> I love that I can't believe they, they, they blamed you though well, they pro- yeah, well I suppose there was nobody else there because he was so diddy he carried on walking right. through the corner and was gone then again if it was like Steve's son's mm. trumps yeah. that sounded like a man yeah. did him 
Oh, it was a proper man, man. Yeah. Oh, no, no doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alf. No problem. Good Cheers. show. Thank Cheers, you. pal. Matters. Hello, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, and you'll be pleased to hear I now have not just one guest, two guests are here. And not just any. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? I'm still doing the intro late. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I mean. Sorry, I know this is how professional. I, think I, I can't believe it. He comes in, starts interrupting the. I didn't realise pro- this was flow. a proper written introduction. I just. No, I'm just. Waffling. No, I am waffling, but it's. a proper intro. Professional on, waffling. Let me write this down. I'll learn from the master. <laughs> Let's be drum roll. Lee Mack and James Acaster. Not just one award-winning, fantastic comedian, but Lee Mack as well. And I'm really... <laughs> just, that was just off the top of my head, that. Funny little that. joke like that. You, you, nice. you, you were, I deserve it. Though, I would have done that as you well. You were ready to be quite nice to me then, wouldn't you? Yeah. That, and then you were like... I'm not, I, don't feel, no. I don't feel very comfortable anyway, because I feel like you've, you've, you've gone and asked on a, someone to go on a date with you and... <laughs> And the person's gone, I'm running a bit late. Yeah. I'll be there in an hour. And you've gone, ah, oh, and then gone back on Tinder. <laughs> There's other women. You've gone back on Tinder, a few more yeah. swipes. Comedy Tinder. Now there's someone else here. Yeah, I do feel a little now, bit I've like that. Up. How do you feel, James? Yeah, I feel a bit a bit cheap. You feel? You <laughs> yeah. didn't know I was coming, did you? Oh, it's all no, very I, 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 I knew somebody... How do you feel? I feel... Come. I would say overall, in a way, you've probably messed up more than me. Because, Hang on, that's happened. Well, because you shouldn't have booked me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing. But also, the way the way that you're going about it isn't mm. like, if, if mm. we are going by the Tinder thing, it's not like mm. you've gone, oh, I've done something wrong, I'm sorry. And you, you've yeah. gone, I can, or, yeah. if I play my cards right here. Are you thinking? <laughs> You're looking at us with threesome in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You've got I'm really not. Completely... I'm, I'm really <laughs> not. <laughs> now, last week on the show, guys, I had uh, Steve Edge, uh, he's a very funny man, and uh, we were playing the Queen song, We Are the Champions, and it got to the end, right? Now, Lee. There's this thing called the Mandela effect, right? James, you, you, yes, when I just mentioned it off air, you've, you've heard of it, right? So I'm going to play the end of We Are the Champions, right? And I want you, Lee, to sing along to it as the best end. you know. Yeah, as best you know to. to... <clears throat> I'm for losers. That's it. Because we are the champions of the world. Oh, it's not there. It's not there, is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it of the world? Is it never there? It's never there. It is there. It's never been there. It's always there. It's not me. It's during That's the, the end. song, though. During the song. In the is. song, it's in the song. Yeah. It's in the during middle of the song, song a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. I'm just trying to... And the first person to make this mistake was Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it called so, the Mandela effect? It, really, it was his song he was singing when he came out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? There's never... He made a, him like Wally of himself. <laughs> He really ruined that moment yeah. didn't he? that we'd you, all been waiting for. You're a champion for a minute, mate, and then you mess the song up. I, I am now totally confused as whether you mean there are lots of incidents of these type of things. Yes. It's called the Mandela effect, or specifically the Mandela effect, that people who think there's another line at the end of We Are the Champions. Make <laughs> right. Movie, okay. And then it begs the question why is it called the Mandela effect? <laughs> so, uh, it's called the Mandela effect, from, and I've only looked up this week, so I don't, I'm not a, you know, I'm not the, the oracle on this. Um, the Mandela effect is because quite a lot of people, before he was released from prison, yeah. quite a lot of people thought Mandela had died in prison. Like, when I say a lot, I mean a substantial amount of yes. people thought... So when he got released, people were like, he's like, oh, right, I thought he died in prison. And it's basically, it's a shared memory, That's a the, shared false memory, yes. effectively. I know what you mean, like Captain Pugwash. Yes, yes, of course, Roger... You know the Captain Pugwash thing? So Captain Pugwash, they were supposed to have loads of rude names. Yes. Yes. Oh, and everyone, oh, yes. And everyone yeah, remembers yeah, yeah. it. Mm. Yeah. Everyone remembers the rude That's names. That's right. But it didn't yeah. exist. It was a complete urban No, of course. There was but Roger we all and all, all the different yeah. ones. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I know. talk about it like it was, yeah. Like they remember I remember that thing it. with it, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. it never happened. I know. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, when you go online, of course, what ends up happening is people have got theories on it. So... Some of the theories is that it's like a break in the time-space continuum. Mm. And we've actually... This thing did happen, but, like, time travellers have done something and messed it, messed it up. Right. And that's why we sort of remember both... Yeah, but that's things. like that's someone taking a loss at Trivial Pursuit badly, isn't it? And just making any <laughs> excuse they can. I put it on my, uh, my uh, Facebook and uh, uh, the other day, and quite a lot of people came up with some. Um, for example... Uh, I, and I thought this was. I thought you know blue ribbons, the the chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah. they're called blue ribboned. Yeah, yeah, ribboned. The, yeah, with a like, band. Yeah. Riband, yeah, R I B A N D. Is that right? Riband. Yeah. Blue ribbons. 
They're not called blue ribbons. Yeah. Well, wow, that's that's oh, bonkers. It's <laughs> blown my mind. Luckily for me, Joe Devlin corrected me on that in school. So, oh, good, yeah, yeah. good old Joe. Made chump. me feel like an absolute idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I used to be mates of his and he never mentioned it to me. <laughs> <laughs> the Monopoly guy, talking of Monopoly, um, wearing a monocle. You know, the posh guy who runs yeah. the, the, mm. doesn't wear a monocle. Totally thought he did. Not sure that's, I thought he did. That's from Michelle I Lockwood. I yeah, I thought he did. So it was Helen Carroll who said, the Mandela effect is about time travellers altering history, giving you false memory syndrome. Wow. She says that. Because they're the things that if you were a time traveller, you'd change, isn't it? Yeah, the, blue the, the, blue the Blue Ribbon. Band, the Monopoly board, <laughs> the Queen song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Mandela thing, I can see. Fair enough. You'd be yeah. like, let's keep him alive, Just we need re- this. Clear. They, go, they go back in time and then they what? They re-record it and re-release the album. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't how's know what's this, happened. How's this working? Are they getting... I, mean, I mean, I guess they go back in time and... As he's about to go, after what they just wave to him out the window, That's, he gets yeah. distracted, and the guy goes, "That's the only take. We, we haven't got time for another one for him." Yeah, that one I can understand, but it's getting old of twenty-five million blue ribbon rapper bars. <laughs> no, That's the tricky bit, isn't it? Well, you got ta- if you're a time traveller, you got yeah. the time, aren't you? That's true. Yeah. Do what you want? You maybe hack into the computer that makes the labels. That's true. And a D. They didn't have those though in nineteen seventy-four. That's true. You take one with you. Oh, yeah. time, you're not thinking this through. Oh, yeah. That's true. You're yeah. A time traveller. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you, what you're hacking into because there's no internet. <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing is hacking into your own oh, computer then because it's the only one that exists. <laughs> Maybe there was internet and then they changed it and now we think there wasn't an internet. So. My head hurts. Uh, Dem producers got a couple more actually. Um, which what, what other ones have we got? So these are... Star Wars. Let's go for Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. So what is the famous line that Darth Vader says to Skywalker? Luke, I am your father. Let's have a little listen. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Never said it. Never said Luke. I am your father. Oh, see, I always thought, I misunderstood anyway, because I thought he was a Geordie. All right. And he was explaining, Luke, I'm your father. <laughs> but it, I never realised that was... So that's a double whammy for Same, me. Yeah, yeah. I thought he took his elbow and go, all right, Luke, Luke let's take this. I'm your father. The film Field of Dreams. Yes. Remember the famous quote? Uh, something and they will come. Uh, yes. What is it? They're, build it. Build it and they will build come. It, yeah. Build it and they will come, you say. Let's yeah, have if, a listen. If you, if you build it, he will come. He? He, he will come. I'm blowing minds all over the place this morning. You only one word out on that. It's not quite as good as your blue ribbon. He if I'm will come. No, the blue ribbon is that's the pinnacle. That's probably because of Wayne's World that that's confused. Yeah. Wayne's World too. It's if you if you book them, they will come. Ah, so maybe a little bit of a. There's quite little a few of them. Play it again, Sam. That little was never mixed bag. Well, we've got we've got. Uh, yeah, I wonder if that's one. Play, Play it again, Sam. Was never. Said. He never said it. Never said that. So that's not even in the film. Play it again, Sam. I don't think he is. No, I might be wrong. Says, Sam, give it a rest. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to sleep. <laughs> says, There's a war on. Yeah, the Leros. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Talking this morning about the telly. Have you been on the telly? Uh, Ollie from Colchester says, Jace, uh, I was on Motormouth as a kid talking about my pet rats. Motormouth? It must have been before our time, that hell. So young. I say our time. <laughs> your time, and I don't remember it. We didn't have a telly for a long, a long of those, a lot of those years. June Vincent, Pebble Mill. I do remember Pebble I Mill. I remember Pebble Mill. Pebble Mill at one for Slimming World. <laughs> she was on there. <laughs> They gave us uh, wine and then told us not to eat the pre-packed food so fast. We were starving. I bet you were. I've um, got one from here, sorry. Louise Moore, she says, Mm. I was surprised on Saturday TV uh, with Going Live. Philip Schofield rang me up. Suddenly, a camera was in my face. I was wearing a beautiful dolphin T-shirt. Then Take That appeared in my front room. What? How cool is that? Sounds like a dream. It does. (laughs) Then the dolphin jumped off the T-shirt and ate Mark Owen. Ian from Norwich said, uh, I'm hopefully on telly next month. I was, I was uh, front row at your first show of Big Heads. This is, so this is the show that I'm, uh, I'm for ITV that starts next month, uh, the game show. Uh, it was the episode where the German guy who played Boris Johnson quit. Oh, yeah, there was a guy who, uh, who quit the show halfway through. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, he did. He just left. Why? Was he injured? No, he was just a... Well, I can't say the word. No, he was. Um, he was just in a bit of a mood because he got oh. beat. He was so oh. over competitive that he got. Be- I mean, what was funny was he got beat in the whatever game it was. He got hit by a giant shark, right? <laughs> and then, 
and then was in a mood. And I, I was trying to, I was trying to take him seriously, but he had a massive Boris Johnson head on, and he was sat in the mouth of a shark. And I was like, I don't think I can. I don't know. I don't know if I can take this seriously. Did he to be storm off stage with the big head on? Yeah, and he went. <laughs> It's the only episode where we, I had to do a link where I was like... Because usually you say we do like a closing goodbye link where we get rid of the person and uh, and off they go and they have a goodie bag or whatever it is. <laughs> Didn't get one. <laughs> they get one because he was like, no, I'm not going on. I was oh like, oh, my God. All right, mate, it's only a game. <laughs> only a game. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, the only time uh, that I've been on telly was uh, Newcastle United winning the championship years ago. At half-time, I went on and had a kickabout on the pitch. I took a penalty. I presume he was invited on. Uh, I took a penalty against Tim Krul, the, uh, the, the Newcastle United goalkeeper. As I took a run-up to shoot, I stumbled in front of 72,000 fans. Oh. It was embarrassing as I landed face-first on hard ground. It actually caused a nosebleed. <laughs> Lawrence Rennick. Looking back at it now, I laugh. I don't know if you do, Lawrence. That's really, that's, I don't, he's scarred. And if you do, you shouldn't be. You should be deeply ashamed. <laughs> Terrible thing to have happened. And you spoil a lot of people's day. Uh, no, that is awful. What an awful thing to happen in front of all those people. Because football fans are cruel as well. Of all the fans, yeah, they're the cruelest. The amount of times that... I don't do it now. Every so often, Man City, who I support, they ring me up and they say, uh, oh, you come on the pitch at half-time and do a bit. I say, no, I'm not doing it. Because even, even the fans of my own club are so vicious. <laughs> it's like, you know, there's only so many times you can hear 56,000 people chanting, there's only one Johnny Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I've not had a shave. <laughs> Guys, oh, you know. amazing. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Ellie Taylor is my guest this morning. She is. She's here in the room. Uh, she loves the show. Uh, <laughs> James says, uh, Hi, Jace. Uh, my wife Lindsay's arm was on That's Life in the 80s with Shepard Stevens. <laughs> Very specific. Somebody said their nose was on Casualty as well. We've had some just weird... That should be definitely a sh- for future shows. What bit of your body has been on a TV show? That's great. Yeah, or what, what, yeah, what was wrong with you in Casualty? <laughs> yes. My, um, my mum was on a quite a good show. Oh, go on. So this is a good factoid for you. My oh. mum and her and my granddad were the first ever winners on contestants and winners of the Generation game. Wow! How good is that? That is impressive. Did I don't know win- if they got a cuddly toy. I, got- I hope they did. Yeah. I Maybe don't know. the cuddly toy had not even started Yeah, by I don't then. know, yeah. It was, it was and who was, was that ago. still Brucey? Was that, did Brucey start that off? I don't think, think it was someone else. Didn't they do well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, years well, ago. I've done a couple of, like, celebrity quiz shows. I have. How have you done? I've done... Not, not, I've not embarrassed myself. Right. I mean, a little bit of inside knowledge. They make it easier for all us. don't know <laughs> what not, you are talking not, about. When you go on Celebrity Mastermind... It ain't mastermind. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'll say no more. I don't want to ruin the magic. What was your specialist subject on mastermind? Uh, Quantum Leap, the TV series. I thought you were going to say quantum physics for a second. I was like, I have really underestimated you, Jason. Yeah, Mumford. sorry. Yeah, I've got a degree in it. Yeah, Quantum Leap. Wow. Nailed it. Did you? Absolutely nailed Quantum Leap. Yeah, that do, was fine. Do you remember how many you got right? I got 100% on Quantum Leap. Wow. Then the general knowledge started. Right. I got beat by Harriet Harman. But then she's a politician. She should be cleverer than me. True. Um, I mean, one of the dancers off Strictly came joint third with me, <laughs> and uh, joint third, I'm clinging on to that. There's <laughs> only four contestants. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I did that. What else have I done? Um, millionaire. Got into the final on 15 to 1. <gasps> me and Stephen Mangan were the last two. I did 15 to 1. I did. I nearly got into the final, that's what I'm saying. I did all right with that. That's tactical, though. It's about getting rid of the right person. Yeah, it is. I voted off um, Jermaine Greer, which I'm... I still regret, to be honest. I felt I felt bad about that. You know, you've got to take out the strongest. You do, yeah. My enemy's enemy is my friend. <laughs> but uh, millionaire, you, so generally, if you think if you're thinking about it, you can be savvy, and so you can go right. Well, I'll pick a friend, or I'll pick someone who I know is quite bright or whatever. But I just didn't. I didn't have any time to think about it. So they just said, "We'll just pair we pair you with another celebrity on the day." So I got there, and they paired me with uh, Amir Khan. Fine, there's some very clever boxers out there. Chris Eubank look, sounds like a very clever man. Amir Khan, lovely boy, we sit there and uh, there was a moment where he said, um, with a question, and this was just the first question, right? And it said, E equals MC square, 
the, you know, theory of relativity, um, or which genius is, you know, yeah. came up with this formula, right? It was like uh, Albert Einstein. And then the other three were like people off Towie. <laughs> like, one of it was like an orange. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was. <laughs> it was the obvious one, right? And uh, so I thought, look, I'll, you know, obviously I know this, but let's see what Amir can do. Let's, let's get this started. Right. And I said, Amir, what? And he not properly looked at it, he just looked at the questions. Rather, to be fair to him, he'd only looked at the questions and not the multiple choice answers. And he, he said, um, oh, I don't, this was. This was before I was born. I was, like, that is not an excuse to not know something. Like, I know about dinosaurs, but it doesn't... I wasn't there. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So I had an odd experience this week, John Bishop, where I was on holiday and uh, we were at a, a little cafe and we were looking at the menu and it had the usual things on the kids' menu, you know, when you go to Portugal and Spain, you know, chicken nuggets, fish fingers, a burger, that sort of thing. And I said to my daughter, who's had just turned seven, I said, um, have you had a look through the menu, sweetheart? Is there anything that you want uh, for dinner? And she had a look through the proper menu and she said, um, do you know what, Dad? I think I'd like to try the octopus. <laughs> so I got her the octopus and she, liked, and she liked it. Now, I didn't know you could eat octopus till I was about 22. I didn't even know what hummus was till I was about 25. Yeah, it's, you didn't, they hadn't invented it no. before you were 25. No, I it's agree. It's stuff like, like couscous. Where yeah. did that come from? Well, Quinoa. There's, there's food agreed. now yeah. that never existed. Kale. Kale. Where did kale? Kale's only two years old. I know. Where did kale I, come and from? Ke- kale, like I'm vegetarian, yeah. I, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah. All of this stuff's presented to me. Kale. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. It's not a Ma- thing. It makes you want to eat a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a farmer went to his gr- went to his land and went. How am I going to get rid of all yeah. this weed? I'll, I'll say it's you, a superfood. Superfood. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some food. What's it? Oh, it's super. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Octopus. And I, and it was that moment that I thought, my kids are better than me. But better is the wrong word, but it's definitely posher. They are having a posher upbringing than I am, oh, naturally. Yeah, obviously. Like, like I've, I've said it in the past in stand-up that my kids are the kids I used to throw stones at. <laughs> <laughs> and there has been times where they're going off to school when they were little with the posh, posh uniforms and I'm picking up stones going, get out of here. Sorry, son. Sorry. I couldn't help it. It was an instinct. Your, your couscous has fell out your lunchbox. <laughs> And there is there is that bit where you you like you you regard yourself as working class. If you've grown yeah. up on a council estate, you go that's it. But you don't live there anymore. You no. live more of your life somewhere else. But of I course. think that grounding never goes. It stays and with I, you. And I don't yeah. think class changes necessarily because of your circumstances. Mm. It's an instinct inside you. But the, but what it means is if you move on for what a want of a better phrase and you live a posh life, you do have posh kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it is that moment where you do look at them and go, Whoa. I know. <laughs> my daughter I said to my daughter the other day, I said, Right, I'm just I'm just gonna uh, we're on all this. I said, right, I'm gonna put that uh, put that thing up in the garage and she went, You mean the garage? The yeah, garage yeah, yeah. She actually corrected my English. Yeah, Garage! Yeah. I'm not having it. The moment you realise your kid was better than you. OK, that's what we're after this morning. Steph Griffiths messaged me. She said, went to a restaurant with my daughter. She was about four years old. Waitress came over to see if the food was OK and my lovely four-year-old announced to everybody, it's super, would you thank the cook for me? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's good. That's when, amazing. When, you, when your kids... When your kids... Are aware of staff. Yes. Well, there's another great, another great one, actually, uh, which was uh, Nicola Perry, who said, uh, we were having uh, an early pub tea one evening. We ended up being the only ones left in the pub. Her five-year-old said, oh, look, Mummy, it's just us and the servants. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where real music matters. Lucy's on the line. Good morning, Lucy. Hi, uh, good morning. How are you? Where you? I'm really well, thanks for asking. Where are you calling from, Luce? I'm from Hampshire. Hampshire, lovely. OK, yeah. tell us then, the moment you realise your kids Whoa, are posher let, than hang you. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Lucy's phoning from Hampshire. Oh, no. We've got a high bar to begin with. No, true. no, no, hang on, right. I, I've, not been, I've just recently moved to Hampshire. I was going to say, you don't like, black, you know, yeah, you yeah. don't sound like you've come from Hampshire. No, in, no. In all due okay. respect. But no. <laughs> With all due respect, I said that bit. <laughs> Go on then, okay. what happened? 
Okay, so um, we, myself, my husband, and my twin boys went round to my friend's house for dinner, and they're only four years old. And when we got there, friends. (laughs) around <laughs> my friend's house <laughs> and uh, when we got there um, she asked you know would the boys like a drink and mm. the boys were like uh, yes please can I have a water which is fine you know they're not a big fan of juice so yeah, she started fine. running the cold tap and as she was running the cold tap <laughs> my youngest twin turned around oh no 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 not from the tap it has to be bottled and it has to be cold from the fridge <laughs> no, I mean, see, I think that's fair enough because I'm, I'm a bit like, I'm a bit of a water snob myself. No, don't. I know, I know, I am. Four. I know, but I am. Four. I know the four. four. Like Lucy said, the four. And what have we, I mean, this is. I'll be honest with you. This is a true story. This. I, I used to have another life, Lucy. So I, I was working. <laughs> I was working for a pharmaceutical company and I was and I, I was actually studying, this is true, I was studying to do a master's degree in business whilst I was working. And I had to go to a seminar weekend in Manchester, it was, at Manchester University. You got all these people studying masters, all these people involved in business. Mm. And there was a lad there and he, he lived up in the lakes and everyone had to put forward what environment they were in and what they wanted to do. And I said, I work for a big pharmaceutical company. And it came to this lad... This is honestly about 15 years ago. Yeah, I said, so, he said, so what, what are you doing? He said, I'm thinking, if you're seen in France, you get water in a bottle. He said, I'm thinking you can do that in England. And we all went, don't be daft. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to buy water in a bottle? <laughs> He's loaded now, and I'm exactly. here with you. Exactly, yeah. John Buxton. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, Lucy. That's fine. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank you. You too, sweetheart. Bye-bye. It's the moment you realise your kids were posher than you. This one from Alison. I love this one. I grew up in Slough, but grew up and moved away. I first knew my five-year-old son was posher than me when he applauded someone and said, Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) Five years old. Liam in Glasgow says, We didn't have a family car growing up. Listen, my kids do this. We didn't have a family car growing up. Now, my kids see getting the bus anywhere as a novelty. Yeah. And beg me to leave the car at home. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. kids are like, can we get the bus? Yeah. <laughs> they always do that. So the moment you realise your kids are pushing you, I love that. Um, and uh, Geraldine in West Midlands was on holiday with our cousins having a pub tea. All the kids were ordering, six of them, all said pizza and chips or chicken nuggets. Came to my eldest lad who was seven. He said steak, medium. <laughs> yeah, medium. <laughs> yeah, medium. <laughs> and uh, Stephanie said, when my daughter was three, Three or four, she said, I was showing her how you could fold up a car window shade and it would ping uh, when you let go of it. I said to her, look, it's magic. She replied, it's not magic, mummy, it's physics.